When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Welcome to Without Bias. Apia, the go-to insurance for retirees. Call 135050. Get set, go. Local legends want it. A bowls green is just up the road. Search Bowls Club near me. Ah, yes, indeed. A very good evening. Welcome to Without Bias, our dedicated lawn bowl show on SEN, part of the sporting capital. And what a big couple of weeks it's been in the wonderful world of lawn bowls and what a big month ahead it is. 14 days of Australian Open action came to a close. Uh, and there's plenty to talk about as a result of that. And then it's July 11th that our Jackaroos fly out to head to Birmingham for the 2022 Commonwealth Games. So uh, without any further ado, let's get into our uh, first guest. Uh, by the way, second segment of Without Buyers tonight, uh, the winner of the men's singles at the Australian Open, Aaron Sheriff, uh, will join us. But uh, before we get to him, we get to our favourite, uh, Barry Lester. A big week for you, up at a uh, big couple of weeks for you, uh, up at Burley, your home club, host venue of the Australian Open, and then Commonwealth Games just around the corner, mate. How are you tracking? Yeah, hi, Sam. Uh, very, very good, mate. It's, it's just been perfect weather uh, up here. We were absolutely blessed, mate. We had, I think, three weeks where hardly any uh, wind at all, and just the weather was, we really turned it on for the for the visitors. So, yeah, everyone from down south uh, was loving it up here. Many of them didn't want to go home, and uh, it was a great Australian Open and Burley Heads Bowls Club were a big part of it. We hosted for 10 days and from a perspective where you've got to get volunteers to come and umpire and mark and, and officiate, it was a it was a thrill for us and it was great to see so many people enjoy our facilities and what a great Australian Open it was to have so many people enter and record-breaking numbers and, yeah, just a great event to be a part of, mate. Absolutely. A heap of positivity coming out of it. Um, before we get through the, the major results of the tournament, what about your good self? You're in action in the pairs uh, and also in the fours. Give us your results. Yeah, just fell short uh, in the in the men's pairs to the eventual winners, Ben Twist and Aaron Wilson. They played great. Uh, I made the last 16 of the singles, lost by one, uh, put on a really good game there against um, Blake Signal, who went on to make the semis and then uh, made the semi-final of the fours. So deep in all three events, I think in the end I got up to about 25, 24 games over the two weeks, mate. So uh, the body definitely felt it. And for those that played more games than me, they would they'd feel it even more. It's a big couple of weeks. And yeah, like I said, it was just great to um, be a part of it and, and get deep in, in all three events. Uh, absolutely. Hey, um, the, the, we'll start with day 13 results and, and what a day it was for Kelsey Cottrell. So wins the fours uh, in her team with Sam Ferguson and, and Jackaroos, Lindsay Clark and uh, Rebecca Van Ash, and then just not satisfied with um, a gold medal in that. Goes on to win the singles as well. Fairly safe to say that Kelsey's had a, a cracker of an Australian Open. Yeah, back-to-back MVPs for Kelsey, uh, which is just a phenomenal result. 
that's uh, four titles in two years. So last year, winning the pairs and fours, and this year, the fours and the singles. Um, for me, I think uh, it, it's outstanding. It's quite um, amazing to think that you know a couple of young kids working, studying. Um, you know, that morning the four started at eight a.m. So she would have been up probably getting the kids ready, uh, head off to bowls, and then get back, back up for a big singles event later that day. Um, total hats off for Kelsey. Um, I'm actually getting a little bit of goosebumps talking about it because I've known Kelsey since she's 14 or 15 years of age, and for her to, to be able to do that at the highest level, um, there's so much that goes on uh, in the background of an athlete's life than what you just see out on the green. And for, for me personally as well, just uh, hats off for Kelsey. The, the match between... Her and Dawn Heyman apparently goes down as a an out and out epic. Yeah, uh, Dawn Heyman uh, won a lot of uh, singles events the last few years. Such a consistent performer. We know what Dawn get it, gets up to in the BPL. The last few BPLs, one of the best female players. Just a consistent performer, and you know you get out on those beautiful greens there at Broadbeach Green Four, one of the best greens in the world. Um, high level performance, and both players went end for end and. They looked exhausted, Sam. They literally did at the end of that game. They uh, they gave it their all and what a match it was. Tenth Australian Open title for Kelsey Cottrell, but this is the incredible stat. Just her second singles victory, the last, 2009, or her first, was 2009 as a 19-year-old. That's extraordinary. Yeah. Yeah, as I said, Kelsey first played for Australia when she was 15, uh, she's well up over 400 caps for Australia that I can remember. And um, to do that, raising a family and working and all that, it's it's phenomenal. And, uh, yeah, to win her second singles event 13 years later is, uh, yeah, hats off to what she's been able to do in the game and, and be so consistent for so many years. And she puts in the hard work and gets the reward. So um, to win one title, <laughs> uh, I'll take that. Uh, but to be starting to get in the double-figure territory, that, that shouldn't be allowed, should it? <laughs> oh, a, a phenomenal performance. Uh, in the over-60s, uh, Therese uh, McAlary McCale- uh, uh, and Faye Clark uh, beat Sharon McReynolds and, and Sue Coultis. Uh, that was the, the Queensland duo, the multi-disability men's and women's open single. Uh, former Tassie skipper David Minns uh, and Tweed heads Pamela Branton secured the singles titles over Frank Krizlovic uh, and Cheryl Linfield. Multi-disability pairs Cooper White, uh, White Styles and Parajakaru Damian Delgado uh, hoisted the trophy for that one uh, over Philip Mahoney and Clive Williams, and then uh, congratulations to uh, Fred McDonald uh, McConnell, sorry, uh, who took home the singles, and Helen Boardman as well. Um, the pairs you mentioned um, was a, a really interesting one: Ben Twist and Aaron Wilson. What did you make of their win over Ben Winther and Brett Spur? Yeah, uh, so the Victorians to come up uh, playing on fast greens uh, out of the Victorian winter, which I've experienced for many years before moving up here, it's not easy to adjust to different climate and the greens are much faster. So for those boys to go all the way through to the final, play some incredible bowls, uh, was outstanding for Ben and Brett. Uh, Brett Spurs, renowned as a very, very accomplished uh, skipper. And for him to set up Ben on the mat leading was a a great... uh, I guess part of his skill sets and Ben Winter was one of the talks of the tournament. He would have been rated in the top half a dozen best players for the event. So great pairs final came down to pretty much the last couple of bowls. Aaron Wilson drew a shot and yeah, I think probably nearly the game of the tournament. Um, 
in terms of the, the spectating and, and the amount of great shots played because it was all square play in the last end. Uh, just in the men's fours, as we're jumping around to some of the results, um, a man that you bowl with on a regular basis, Gary Kelly, great to see him get some success uh, with Jackaroo, uh, Carl Healy, uh, Wayne Rudiger as well, and uh, the other member of that quartet, Nathan Pedersen. Yeah, all very experienced players, great combination, really solid fours uh, outfit. Um, you know, Gary Kelly, uh, he, he wins a lot, uh, and so does the other boys. But for them to come together, I'm pretty sure it would be probably nearly the first time, if not uh, only a couple of times they'd come together. So to get the chemistry right, uh, is important, and they seem like they were getting along great. And and Carl, um, you know, he's he's a very confident person at the moment, which you can't blame him. Being selected for the Commonwealth Games, um, so it was good for him to to skip a, such a strong side. And Nathan and and Rudy up front uh, just doing their job well as always. And it looks like the uh, the women's pairs is um, the, the title for the time being, heading across the ditch to um, New Zealand. So. Um, It'll be uh, interesting to see next year whether that can be reclaimed. But Paris Baker and Olivia Bloomfield uh, got the win over Wendy Wilson and uh, Trish Doolan. Yeah, really good quality game as well, even though uh, the score got away a little bit in the end. But once again, um, toe for toe, you know, sort of just bowl for bowl. Uh, it was an incredible game early on to see the shot play. Uh, I think a lot, of the, a lot of the spectators really enjoyed that game, especially seeing the having that international flavour and that's what we enjoyed a few years ago when we had a pair come out from Hong Kong and make the final as well. It's just a pure evidence that, you know, you could be playing whatever level bowls, either around Australia or overseas, and if you're willing to come out and give it a go, uh, you can come away with a title like Olivia and Paris did. So that was amazing for them. And um, Olivia's from Nui, and Paris was from New Zealand. So that's even better just to see... Uh, more of uh, that, that sort of um, calibre of players coming from different countries to play in, in what we call the best bowls carnival in, in the world. Barry Lester with us on Without Bias. Local Legends Wanted Search Bowls Clubs near me and t- for APO proudly supporting Bowls Australia. Uh, the men's singles, Baz, I, I know you would have been just rubbing your hands together to see this. Um, one of the greatest ever Australian bowlers in Aaron Sheriff claimed his fourth singles title over uh, a man that you'll be heading over to Birmingham with in Corey Wedlock. And these are two of the very best in the business, along with your good self, of course. And they put on a men's final uh, to match. For sure, yeah. Uh, Aaron got off to a a pretty good start. And then once Corey got in front, I think he was up 13-10. There was probably a a bit of a feeling amongst the spectator and the crowd that, um, you know, there's a, a bit of a new kid on the block to take Aaron's titles because, you know, Aaron uh, had, had already won three and and it's incredible to think that Aaron went on and won the four, but that just proves how good he is. But uh, Corey at 25, 26 years of age, playing in, a, in his first singles final, uh, I think that's a sign of things to come for Corey. And they had two really good, strong semi-final win against two really good uh, opponents in Blake Signal and Ray Pearce, both um, former international bowlers. So the calibre of the players they beat to make the final was incredible and then they just went out there and did their stuff in the final and uh, played in perfect conditions on that beautiful green there and uh, toe for toe. It was just great to see um, after the game plenty of emotion from both players and uh, that one meant a lot from, uh, from Aaron and I'm sure it meant a lot for Corey too just to make the final and and he'll be doing all he can to, to get that title one day. He's um, he's a very hard man to beat, but if there's a guy that can beat him, Aaron Sheriff's one of them. 
Are you surprised at Aaron Sheriff not really putting his hand up for international duties anymore, Baz? Um, I'm pretty sure after his uh, sabbatical, which he, he came out and said he wanted a sabbatical last year, um, but I'm pretty sure after the events of this year, coming out and winning some big titles, um, yeah, I'm sure at some stage you'll be having the conversation. I think Aaron's only still 36, and he's got so many good bowls in front of him, as we saw. We just uh, won, the, obviously, the straight up single. So um, I personally haven't spoken to him about it, but uh, I'm sure Aaron... Um, we'll make that decision in due course. Uh, okay, so you head off on the 11th. Um, how do you feel leading up? I suppose you haven't had a lot of time to think about it given the events of the last two weeks, but you'll head into camp uh, in Birmingham prior to the games. Uh, you guys have really put everything in place from a high-performance point of view. You've got uh, former UK stars Alan Faulkner and Andy Thompson in the setup as well. Um, do you feel like it's certainly a case of leaving no stone unturned to get everybody as ready as they can possibly be for what's to come in Birmingham to claim that elusive Northern Hemisphere gold? For sure, Sam. It's been it was just a great opportunity um, to get together pre Australian Open at the Trans Tasman, have our uh, Common Games bonding camp, get to know the guys a bit better, just tighten up as a group. Um, we we got into discipline meetings, so we sat down in our disciplines, e.g. Pairs, triple four, singles, and sat out and looked at all the do's and don'ts and the behaviours on and off the green and, and what's expected of one another. So we've we've really delved deep into that, uh, and then we've done some pledges, you know, pledges of what we're going to be doing as an individual leading up to the games and and as a team, how we can support one another and, and what we'll be uh, up to in terms of our training and, and all that. So me personally, uh, just been doing a bit of work in the. In the magnesium pools, uh, just getting the circulation and just yeah, working on the joints and all that stuff. It's it's good for the body because we're going to get smashed. There's no doubt about it. It's a it's a grueling event. The Commonwealth Games, playing a lot of games over sort of ten days. So getting the body right, and we feel as a, as a group, we're we're all doing our little bit to make sure um, we're we're fit and healthy and ready to go. So leave on the 11th, and we'll do some training early when we get there and then uh, play against some local county games and then head into the village on the, on the 24th. Well, Baz, we're going to speak um, before you head off and uh, we'll go into a bit more detail about what the prep entails, mate. But uh, congratulations on your performances throughout the course of the last couple of weeks. I know it wasn't exactly um, where you wanted to get to, but you would be buoyed by the consistency of your own performances and, and those of the squad that you're heading over to the Com Games with. It was a sensational Australian Open, um, and we can't wait for what's to come in Birmingham. Mate, we'll speak to you soon. Thanks, Sam. Very much, Sam. Uh, Barry Lester with us on Without Bias. Thanks to Right at Home, the official naming rights partner of the Australian Jackaroos. Right at Home, the right care. That's it, right at home. Up next on Without Bias, we'll speak to the winner of the men's singles title. His fourth, the great Aaron Sheriff, will be with us next. This is Without Bias. Apia, the go-to insurance for retirees. Call 135050. Get set, go. Local legends wanted. A bowls green is just up the road. Search Bowls Club near me. Welcome back to Without Bias, our dedicated lawn bowl show, part of the sporting capital on SEN for Bowls Australia. Local legends wanted. Search Bowls Clubs near me. Uh, it was great to have Barry Lester on uh, just moments ago, thanks to Apia proudly supporting Bowls Australia. But it is a real thrill to welcome in our next guest. Um, if he wasn't already, he cemented his position as one of our greatest uh, Australian lawn bowlers of all time with his fourth Australian Open men's singles title. 
over the weekend on the final day of what was a magnificent two-week carnival of bowls at the 2022 Australian Open. Uh, he beat Corey Wedlock in an absolute classic. It's a pleasure to have Aaron Sheriff back on Without Bias. Aaron, congratulations. Welcome back. Thank you very much, and thank you for having me on again. How does that sit with you? Four Australian Open men's singles titles. Yeah, uh, it's probably only just sunk in, to be honest. I had a uh, pretty uh, wild uh, Friday night with uh, family and friends, and it was a bit whirlwindish, and then, you know, just to have some time to to chill out at home on my property and, um, you know, just uh, sit around the fire and uh, with the trophy and that, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty surreal. It's, uh, it's pretty amazing and, um, yeah, really proud of myself. You got pretty emotional um, after it. It clearly meant uh, a lot to you straight away. The significance of it seemed like it wasn't lost on you. Yeah, no, look, I've, I've had a... Um, you know, a bit of a, probably a rough 12 months, to be honest. Um, just uh, stepping away from national duties and, and um, you know, a, a few other things have, have gone on with club changes and job changes and stuff like that. So um, I guess, uh, you know, Australian Open was an opportunity for me to um, to let everyone know that I'm, I'm back and, and I want to uh, push for national honours again. Um, so uh, to go in, to that event with uh, such high expectations on myself um, and to, to finish the, the two weeks as a singles champion. Um, yeah, it hit me straight away. And then, um, yeah, obviously the emotion of, of winning that and then uh, also playing against a, a great friend of mine and, and my favourite player um, on the tour at the moment, Corey, and, and what he's been through uh, with his old man um, over the last month was... Uh, yeah, it was just, a, I guess, an emotional roller coaster. So, uh, yeah, no, that one meant a lot to me. Speaks to the camaraderie of, uh, of bowls in and around the country. Uh, I got to get a look into that um, at the a recent tournament that uh, I actually met you at. But um, you and Corey had gone from friends to foes pretty quickly uh, for that matchup. You were in the same fours team at the Australian Open. Um, how do you make sure that, as you say, he's your favourite bowler on the tour at the moment, he's a dear friend, um, you know that he's been through um, a lot, as you say, with his father in the last month. How do you put that to one side to make sure you focus on the, the job at hand? Um, yeah, well, I guess, that uh, you know, becoming close with, with a lot of the guys at the top level, you know that you're going to play against one another in major events and, and big matches. So, I mean, for me... Uh, especially in singles, I just like to focus on what I need to do. Uh, I don't worry too much about the opponent. I just sort of play my game um, and play to get to 21 first. So that's sort of what I tried to do. Um, and, you know, like obviously beforehand, you, you think about all those things that are, that are happening and um, that, you know, the challenges that, that life has thrown us both up. But, uh, you know, when the, when the job needs to be done, you just got to put your game face on and get on with it, really. You certainly do. Um, it was a seesawing battle, which you wouldn't expect anything less of um, between the both of you. You got out to a, an early lead and Corey was able to peg you back and then uh, the to and fro that unfolded was just riveting and it was gripping stuff, befitting of, of the occasion that it was um, in the final. Did... It, 
what, in, during the course of that matchup, how did you feel like it was tracking? And, and did you have any moments where you thought, gee, I, I, don't, I just can't seem to put this guy away? And did you ever start to doubt? Uh, no, I felt really comfortable right from the start. Um, I played a played a really good first end, and um, and you know got the four, and that got me a, a you know a nice little kicker. And um, you know, knowing what a superstar Corey is, I knew he wasn't going to give it to me that easy. So um, yeah, I, I just I just really backed myself. I I've been fortunate to be in four finals previously, and um, you know I've had some. Um, tight, close encounters. I've had some runaway victories. So, I mean, I just used up all that experience. It was Corey's first final uh, in the singles. So, for me, it was just uh, stick to my process, um, back myself in. It's on my home greens now at Broad Beach. I've played a lot on that green four and on on that rink. So, um, yeah, it was just back in that I'd done the work and, and just to, to back um, the form that I've been in over the last sort of six to eight weeks, I guess. Um, I've been really happy with the way my, my bowls has been tracking and, uh, yeah, it all culminated in that day on that day and uh, it was a, a brilliant final. There was obviously high expectations in it and I think uh, we lived up to those expectations. So, it's um, yeah, it's really exciting. At home club, you had your, your wife and your family in the stands. Uh, I'm sure it just meant so much. Um, you, you've already explained to us, but with those little additions to it as well, made it even more special. You spoke about stepping away um, from national duties. Um, I get the feeling that, and, and I don't know the personal circumstances, but do you feel like there's a bit of unfinished business? You're looking at your Jackaroos teammates heading off to the Commonwealth Games. You've got two silvers on the Gold Coast. You've got a, a bronze in 2014 in Glasgow. Have you still got unfinished business uh, at a national and international level, Aaron? Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I uh, had some things that I, I needed to work on and I had some, you know, as I touched on earlier, just some issues with, um, you know, with employment and, uh, you know, and club and, and that sort of thing. And, um, you know, comp games just at the time seemed... Um, too far away for me to really uh, commit to it. Mm. Uh, I'm really excited. The team that's been selected, I'm, I'm sure they're going to do a fantastic job uh, for Australia when they get over there. But no, I think, um, you know, as I said, the last sort of couple of months has, has sort of proven to me that, um, you know, I've still got a lot to give to international bowls and the national team. So, uh, yeah, as, as much as I, um, I'm really excited and really proud of the guys and hope they do well when they're over in uh, in Birmingham, um, come October, hopefully my name gets called out to be a part of that squad again, and then hopefully push for selection. Oh, we're hoping for that as well, Aaron. Congratulations! Um, a record-breaking achievement for you: four men's singles titles, uh, thoroughly well deserved, and in a, in a matchup between uh, one of the rising stars of um, Australian lawn bowls, um, Jackaroo Corey Wedlock. It'll uh, live on. Uh, I reckon, and as I said, truly did fit the occasion of a, of a big final. And uh, congratulations to you on your success. And um, we'll catch up with you again as soon as we can. I'm getting the feeling the way that they're coming out of your hand that it won't it won't be too far away that we're speaking to you again soon after another big win. <laughs> thank you, and um, yeah, as again, thank you for having me on the show. And uh, go the Aussies in Birmingham.
Absolutely. Brilliantly done. Uh, Aaron Sheriff with us on Without Bias. Congratulations to everybody, uh, all the winners and competitors at the Australian Open. A magnificent two weeks. And if you got to watch it on Fox Sports or KO, congrats to the under-18 title winners who I didn't have a chance to mention. Joseph Clark, Kate, Argent Bowden, um, and also... Um, to the over 60 men's pairs winners in Ian Stone and Scott Franklin. Congratulations to all that put on that magnificent event as we look forward now to what's to come in Birmingham with the Jackaroos leaving on the 11th. That's it from us on Without Bias. Uh, We do it all for Bowls Australia. Local legends wanted to Bowls Green. is just up the road. Search Bowls Clubs near me. And for Apia, the go-to insurance for retirees, call 13-50-50. Get, set, go. Uh, That is Apia. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.